Because you want to live in the forefront of your times, in ideals and in sacrifice, you have elected this. Live from Mad Rivers Boulevard, it's Paul and Rage! Welcome back to the Paul and Rage Urban Studio. <laughs> yes, we're not way out west where the rain don't fall. We no. are right in the centre of the city. Oh, and you can just feel the the bohemian oh. vibe of 20 years ago, replaced by people who've been <laughs> property investing for the past generation. Yeah, exactly. Buying and selling, renovating the bathroom. But it's not where I've been for the last few days, P. Murray. I went up to the old QLD. Oh, did we get a bit of time in the One Piece swimmers? <laughs> in the One Piece? Did you get a little go in the One Piece? Is that the swimwear du jour of the Queenslander? Well, oh, have you now progressed to bikinis? I've always been in bikinis. I've never had a one-piece. I thought you were all about the one-piece. No, never. Here's me thinking that I just thought that you were all about the one-piece. No, but for the a... The koala ears, <laughs> the whole thing. For a while I've been thinking that it might be time to migrate to no, the one-piece. No, 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 no. See, for years you've talked about your male-like... Physique. Physique. Yes, yes. That I thought that you were hiding behind the one-piece. Piece speeder. No. All right, no, so no. let's get into this here. Um, are you the type of lots of fabric bikini girl? Talk us through the collection. None of the swimming sort of, you know, the swimsuits that actually look sort of Olympic swimmer esque. Yes, yes. None of them because I am straight to Chinese swimmer when I wear any of those. <laughs> So I've got to I've got to stick to a certain style, otherwise otherwise I look like a bloke in a bikini. Because I'm going to own up to this. For some reason, um, I've decided to start following a lot of swimwear action on Instagram, <laughs> just to see what's out there in the market. <laughs> so immediately when someone says swimmers, I'm just right across all the variables that's around. Here's one called "It's Now Cool." Now, rates just roll through some of these swimmers because just the stuff that's out there, oh, pretty yeah. damn amazing. I'm not one for your kind of boutique style of swimwear i think swimwear is functional you want something you can leap into the surf in without any kind of nip coming out into the waves as well Well, that's what you want (laughs) true i'm also not a massive fan of this gear which is your kind of lace-up ham style arrangement exactly i don't understand where this is but also sort of there's some super uncomfortable things that that's my favorite photo see when you said one piece that's instantly what i thought of oh right so this woman is really i mean She's got a one-piece on, but she's really trying to get it off in this this picture. You're listening to Paul and Rach. Well, while you, Rach, were enjoying the world of Queensland, I was kicking it back in uh, Canberra. Uh Loving Canberra on the weekend. Uh, Went down for a a mate did a charity ride, which was really cool, from Sydney to Canberra. And every year I'm lucky enough to go and support. And every year he says, mate, you've got to do this. You've got to do it. No, you don't. Now, I love the guy. I love the cause. Mm. I can't do that. No. I think it's an important thing when you get into your adult years to understand your limitations. I feel like you've stuck your fingers in enough pies at that point in time that you go, you know what? I know that while it's a very lovely thing to watch other people do, I don't want to run a marathon. That's something I've gotten comfortable with in my later years because in the lead-up, I always thought, oh, my God, one day I'm going to run the New York Marathon. And then I started training for a half marathon and the process for me to get to 9Ks was so unbelievably painful. And that was 
9K. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a marathon is 42. I just realised this ain't my bag. And I think that we need to start to... You know, while we need to applaud people who say yes to things, we also need to start to applaud the people that say no. Welcome to my world, Rach. You've said yes for too long. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you've said yes all your life. Yeah. I've said a lot of no. And guess what? We end up in exactly the same spot. This table in this moment. Exactly. And you can tell in the way that I'm really applauding your way of living that I've really just stretched that elastic band out to the outer <laughs> rims and I'm coming on back to normalcy. <laughs> Nuggets in six months, people. <laughs> Nuggets in six months. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. So obviously while I was away in Queensland, I had to catch a plane to get there. And while we don't often use, actually we do use this podcast from time to time to shit can things, refer to our last episode where we took a full 15 minutes of just belting the crap out of lint. Fine. (laughs) Fine. Even though neither of us are particularly anti-lint. No, but see, I was I was listening back to that because I do like to review our work, obviously. Yes, um, yes. You know, I obviously skip through my bits, only focus on what <laughs> you have to say. I think they deserved it. Well, I think they deserved it. It wasn't, it wasn't hate. It wasn't a hateful hit. Mm. It just was, I don't understand. Yeah. I don't think that we said anything that wasn't considered nor rational. It was 15 minutes. It was 15 minutes. And also an unexpected 15 minutes. We hadn't even begun talking about Link. That just came out of nowhere. Are they the best bits? They are the best bits. So I would now like to stick the boot into Jetstar. Oh, Thank God you said it because I was so worried. So worried you might have said it about another airline. And if so, I was just going to get all, oh, I, know. I can't help you. I know, I know, I know you have a delightful relationship with another airline They're and I wouldn't, I wouldn't put you in that situation. All right, been what, very what have they done? What's the star done? Look, I... make you have to sit next to Magda Zabanski. Um, I've, I've spent a lot of my hard-earned in the last uh, year and a bit uh, on the good people of Jetstar because I am in a long-distance relationship, so to... 2.0 and I doing the in-between Melbourne and Sydney thing. And, you know, I've spent a lot of money on their product. This weekend was just the culmination of a number of things that tend to go wrong from time to time mm, at Jetstar. Mm. But they just all happen to go wrong at the same time. So we flew out of Sydney on Friday. And the first thing was at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, the email that said, sorry, your flight's been cancelled at 2pm. No oh. suggestion that we'd been put on another one. Just sorry about that. So then you go through the process of rebooking another flight, which is an absolute punish. But the issue is, in the lead up through this process, you know I like an aisle seat. I'm very particular about that. So I go the extra step of paying $5 to get my aisle seat. See, that's just offensive. It's offensive that you have a tax for where you sit. Because let's also be really straight up here. A lot of people, they'll, they'll get a little bit anxious. Mm-hmm. If people are nervous flyers, like there's a lot of habit involved in flying, right? So if... I don't get to sit on an aisle seat. I get a little bit panicky. Me too. Even though there's like the plane's not going to crash any more or less because of where you sit. Yes. So to tax people, anxiety tax. Yeah. So obviously, when you've paid your five dollars and the flight gets cancelled and you get transferred onto a new flight, all of a sudden those magic charges disappear. Oh. Disappear. Oh. So 2.0 ended up, uh, and I ended up getting. Two middle seats, one row in front of each other. Oh, no. On the flight. You've been wedged into somebody else's party. So that's one thing. The other thing is when you're ringing up Jetstar, and it happens on a number of places, why are we giving our booking reference name and contact number to the recorded lady when we just have to... 
give them again when the normal person answers. Well, what was the point? Look, also, but when you've already entered in your number, oh. or you've already, so presumably the system has recognised if you've got like caller ID, not like if you're not ringing mm. from a private number, an Orc, an Arcorbase number, especially when you fly as frequently as you do. Yeah, I know. See, that's why. Other airlines, Rach, mm. they don't do this to you. <laughs> I see where you're going. They don't do this to you. <laughs> I'm starting to think that it might be the equivalent of, you know when you go onto certain websites and there's that little box to check that says, I am not a robot, or you have to type in <laughs> SGZ. I'm starting to think that that whole process is just so that they don't that they know a robot's not calling up. But it's annoying so by the end of the weekend we're on our way home and 2.0's flight gets cancelled so we've had the flight up and the flight back get cancelled now he's not one to get fly off the handle but he's also very good at getting things done you know me if I get a cancelled flight I don't want to make the call I don't want to ask for another flight I don't want to ask not to pay for it I'm too embarrassed but with him he can get things sorted however he got to the point where he was pushing the old I want to speak to your manager card oh yes he's given it a bit of that was he a bit sexy when he did that he was a bit sexy did you like when a man took charge I was very impressed with the way he took charge not in a not in a grumpy or an arrogant way just in a really nice way he's He's very good. He's very good in that situation. However, because it's not a very natural thing for him to go straight to the I want to speak to your manager card, there's a little bit of acting there with 2.0, just like when when all of us, you know, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. a natural thing to say unless you're a shooter McGavin douchebag. <laughs> you know. So he's put a bit of the acting on, but he's panicked oh. a bit. So he's just dropped a bit of, mate, if you can't help me out. I'm going to really need you to put me onto someone who has the authorities to do that. Oh, fantastic. And he's just looked at me and he's mouthed, authorities? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm just shaking my head. No, you got that one wrong. Want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Rach, I know I find some way to talk about this most weeks, but I love the world of online news and I love the world of online news attention that people desperately are out there trying to get. Mm. Now, there is a spectacular showbiz website called The Wrap. Now, it's not about who's rooting who. It's not about which Kardashian. It's basically a real sort of business you know, this made this much money, this person signed this oh, deal, cool. this movie's happening in Toronto, not Vancouver. You know, mm-hmm, it gets, mm-hmm. it's, but it's not boring, it's just they're across everything, right? But they've started to reach out for the stupid clickbait stories, the sort of, oh, let's just see if we can get away with a chocolate bar on the side here. Doesn't take long. They uh, all fall. They all fall eventually. Now, here's the one. Here's the headline today. Siri doesn't know whether Jon Snow's dead or not either. How many loops of made up is that before you actually get to a story worth printing? But also, you know, I pitch stories for a living and (laughs) quite often it's difficult to get things over the hurdle. You know, you've got to pitch something into an organisation that they think, oh, that's clickable, that's great, that's interesting. You know, it takes a fair bit of thought. That's literally somebody sitting down across from someone and saying, I reckon I'll just ask Siri a question and write an article about it. Quick, let's do it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and by the way, uh, you know, I'm not into my Game of Thrones, so I don't know how cryptic all of this is, right? Oh, well, I can help you out because I've watched it all. Okay, all right. Um, So, Siri, is Jon Snow dead? Ding. I don't know. I just hope someone is setting up a doggy daycare for a ghost. Does that mean anything? No, no, it doesn't mean anything. Should we ask her live right now? Okay, let's let's see if this happens. Let's do it. Sorry, I didn't get that. I forgot the question. Oh, is Jon Snow dead? (laughs) Okay. Siri, is Jon Snow dead? Well... You know what they say to death, not today. 
But why would tomorrow be any better? Anyway, I'm not exactly sure. That's a better answer. Okay, but hang on, hang on, hang on. So, hang on, just let, let, me, let me try as well, okay. right? Hey, Siri, is Jon Snow dead? I'm not sure. Has he tried restarting? That always seems to work. Okay, so, not only is this story rubbish, but also it's an automated response from Siri about the word dead that has now produced three separate answers that have nothing to do with the person we're asking about if they're dead. Hey, Siri, is journalism dead? (laughs) You're listening to Paul and Rach. So I was in Queensland, as I was saying before, and just one thing quickly, you know what I love about Queensland, and in particular, where I'm from, your regional Queensland. Oh, get in there. Just the way you just shook your fists. You know I'm somebody who loves to spend 24-7 in exercise gear. I'm a comfort dresser. Mm. Regional Queensland is your 100% 24-7 tick of approval to comfortable wear. Yes. You can wander around in your tracky dacks and ugg boots all day long and no one will say a thing. You won't won't be judged. You won't be judged. Lest not they be judged. (laughs) Exactly. Is that a line from something? (laughs) It's certainly not a line I can expect to ever hear out of the mouth of a regional (laughs) Queenslander. (laughs) So we went to a restaurant uh, down in good old regional Queensland. Oh, please tell me it was some sort of derivation of the word Thai. Thai, Thai, (laughs) bye-bye. That'll do. So we went to Thai, Thai, bye-bye and... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is a bit weird that they want you to go yeah, exactly. to a place that says bye-bye, but okay. <laughs> so we turned up to Tai bye-bye, and on the way, I now I had a nice pair of shorts on, mm. a nice kind of dress How? top. Where was the cut? <laughs> it was not, not too high, not too low. Okay, is 2.0 uh, walking, has he got the confidence slash ownership mm. uh, to start putting his hand in your back pocket while walking? It's not a, it's not a move we're that into. We're not averse to it because there'll be the occasional butt pat, but we're more of a hand-holding sort of arm around the waist couple. My favourite, favourite move in the world is when, and I'm not suggesting 2.0 is an insecure gentleman, but <laughs> yeah. when a beautiful woman like yourself is walking down the street and inevitably will catch the gaze of other men, Mm. that the bloke that she's with... Oh, straight in the pocket. Straight in the pocket. (laughs) Or just has to touch her back. Oh, no! Ah, She's not going to fall in love with somebody else! It's like, dude... If that's how shaky you reckon yeah. it is. Yeah, you got, you got, you're in some strife. So uh, we're getting ready for Tai Tai Bye Bye and I've said, look, am I okay to go out in shorts? I just thought, is that okay dress attire at a restaurant? I don't know. And they were dress shorts, but I just had to double check. And he was like, we're Relax. 100% fine. Relax. Well, this is virtual formal wear. <laughs> exactly. So we turn up, we have a delightful dinner, and as we're sort of finishing dinner, I notice one of the patrons of the restaurant leaving with the family, and I was completely validated for my short choice because old mate had not only turned up to the restaurant in shorts, a singlet, and a pair of flip-flops, he had also, I noticed, as he got up and reached over behind the table, brought a couple of his fishing rods into the restaurant. Oh, I thought you were going to say his balls (laughs) fell out. Guys, up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Rach, this is where I need to hear from a good and honest friend. Mm, allow me to be that friend. Have we hit the point now, uh, what, 15, 16 months after the birth of my child, mm. that no one wants to see the pictures anymore? No, why? Well, I just get the feeling now, not that I'm forcing these pictures upon people at work, mm. but if somebody asks, oh, how's your daughter? You feel compelled to go, well, I have to show you her. Not because I'm so proud of her because she's the most... I mean, seriously, there's never been a baby before. This is the only baby. It's just, what can I say? Like, she woke up, she giggled, 
She ate something. Yeah. She fell asleep. So I, all you can do is just show them, oh, she's different than the last time you saw it, because that's the progression. The progression is she's growing. But I think 90% of the people that you come into contact with are asking out of sheer politeness. Uh, I'm not 100% sure that they want that much detail. Basically, they're asking because it's what you do, and a simple, she's just doing stuff. She's, uh, she's picking she's her good. nose will do, you know. I, yeah. I don't know that they want a great deal of detail. But there's a photo of her sleeping, right? <laughs> no. There's a photo of her sleeping. <laughs> want to stay in touch? Head to the website, paulandrach.com.au. Rach, breaking news. Breaking news. It has been decided. There has been a medical test that has determined what the average amount of time spent Nikki Newing is in Australia. What, is that just normally wandering around or is this yeah, actually... sorry, it's rooting. I just oh. was trying to come up with a nicer <laughs> way of saying So I thought Nikki Newing, what, getting nude? Yeah, I'm like, is this shower time? Yeah. Is this just, the you know, wandering around? No. Not rooting. Okay, rooting. <laughs> Rubbing toilet parts. You know what? Good on you for trying for a bit there. I you know, tried. We, we I just... almost achieved until I derailed you. <laughs> I, just, I tried to put a little... A little, a little... <laughs> <laughs> a little, uh, a little bow on it. Yeah, a little yeah. bow on it. Mm. Anyway, the research has been done by the University of Queensland. So I don't know if it's specific to the good people of Queensland, but 500 couples from around the world were asked over a four-week period to get out the stopwatch. The stopwatch was pressed, quote, at penile penetration. <laughs> stopwatch stops at ejaculation. Now... Rachel, I'll get to the exact timing of all of this in a moment. Mm. But we're all led to believe that uh, placing a condom on is apparently a mood killer. <laughs> what do you reckon and go? <laughs> what do you reckon that is? I... And then in the moment of glow, where's the stopwatch? Like... <laughs> This the idea now. Science, we both love science, mm. and science is all about you know being particular and you know being factual and measuring things accurately. Mm. You're telling me that actually having to whip out a stopwatch and press start and stop isn't going to in some way affect the results over the the month and over the 500 people. Sex ranged from 33 seconds. Mm-hmm. To 44 minutes. Oh, that's too long. Okay. Now we're that's not talking. Too long. <laughs> <laughs> so 44 minutes of that is that too is much. That is too long. So we're not throwing in anything else. There is nothing else. 44 minutes of that non-stop. Forget about it. Just, I mean, can we have an intermission? All right. Well, you'll be pleased because 5.4 minutes. That is the average. That's, so that's reasonable. What is the point of these kind of studies? Is this to you know set a benchmark by which people should you know? It's the it's the am I normal test. We all think that we are subnormal in this area. Like we just can't help but think this is good for me. But your assumption is everyone's at the forty-four minute level. But here is my great bugbear with the male and female divide. Men consistently think that more is better in every regard, in the length of the willy, in the time they have sex. And I'm telling you right now, women would really prefer it down the bottom end. Really? Yes. You get a really long willy, those things are terrifying. <laughs> you tell me I have to have penetrative sex for 45 minutes? That is terrifying. Let alone with a stopwatch. <laughs> exactly. You're listening to Paul and Rach. 
How long is too long to commit to something before you have to realise you're probably not going to get it and you've got to outsource it? Oh, what I like about it is how open-ended that is. <laughs> it could be anything. Depends on what. I mean, how long, you know, how long's a piece of string? Well, it depends what's the piece of string being used for. I'm talking about my, you know, last week we talked about the website. I'm still in the depths, mm. in the bowels. Now I've got the basics up and running. I'm trying to do a bit more customization, as oh. they say in the biz. And what is what is particularly Rachel Corbett about the Rachel Corbett site? Then? At the moment, not much. So I'm trying to make it a little bit more personally touched. But this is the sort of thing I have watched that many videos and YouTube and read that many forums. We went to Brisbane from. She the... did say red tube, everyone. <laughs> did I? Yeah. No, I didn't. All I heard was red tube. <laughs> we went uh, on an hour and a bit drive when we were up in Queensland visiting family. And on every single one of those hour and something drives, because I can actually read or look down while um, in the passenger seat and not get sick. Good on you. Yeah. Uh, I watched YouTube tutorials the entire trip. So 2.0 had to drive in complete silence for about four or five hours of our weekend together while I'm, I learned. I'm sure he hated it. <laughs> You're listening to Paul and Rach. Rach, I don't know if this is breaking news, but I just like the theme. <laughs> I don't know if it's breaking news, but I just like the theme. There is, in the US, there is a dog college. Now, the dog college has released the top words that people say to their dog. Now, interestingly, none of them are swear words, so (sighs) I ignore the findings of this research, because let's be honest, get the... You know, that's it. You know, we I know. mean, Tansy, may she rest in peace. Oh, the, the, things, she, the things she heard. Yeah. The things she heard. I'm sure. Especially when she used to shit in the bath, oh, was it? Yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. Anyway, God love her and bless her soul. Um, now, this is their comprehensive list of words. First of all, can you just clarify some things? The dog college. Are we sending our dogs there to learn things or is this a college where their expertise is in dogs? I think their expertise is in dogs. I don't know that they, they are sending people off. Look, if people want to, though. Barnard College. Oh. So hang on, you can go and learn as a person. It's not a college where you teach your dogs how to sit. No, no, as best as I understand. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend I've read <laughs> anything. I, I've read the article. Well, you know, okay. well, half of the article, but <laughs> right. I, I really. Okay, yep. All okay, right. now the full list. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to the list, can we pretend that this is a college where dogs dress up in suits and bow ties and go and learn things sure. in lecture theatres? Absolutely. Okay, with that in mind, let's go through the list. You, what? good, it, get, got, go, gonna, come, come on, bracket, so- the dog's name. <laughs> oh, my God. Give, gimme, the, yes, yeah, do, does, drop, your, no, ball. This is just short words <laughs> in a list. <laughs> absolute shit. Hit the guys up on the Paul and Rach Facebook page. Slaps on the wrist for P. Mazzarino. What'd I do? You have let the team down again. Didn't buy a porno. Did not buy a porno. I have no interest in your reputation as a serious news journalist. Well, that's always up for debate. (laughs) (laughs) 
But you must put that all on the line each and every week for this little potty by going into a servo and putting that picture magazine proudly across the table. And I'm not allowed to buy, like, chocolate with it. I'm not allowed no. to sort of cover it up with sort of some bread or something. No, it cannot be. Uh, do you know what the self-serve uh, places at the Coles and Woolies change the face of buying condoms. Oh, yes. No longer do you have to put it on the conveyor belt that very slowly, you know, approaches the person behind the counter. Now you can just, you know, blip, put it in your own bag. Nobody's the wise. But don't you love it, though, that we all have this sense of embarrassment, right, mm. about something that confirms we're having sex. Exactly. But God forbid, protected sex. <laughs> yeah. This person doesn't want to get an STD. <laughs> Time for me to frown on them. <laughs> anyway, I digress. We shall, we hope, have a porno for next week. Should we subscribe? Do they offer subscriptions? Only if it can be delivered to your house. Oh. <laughs> what, you want it delivered to my joint? Yes, to do. my house so my kid, when she just gets the mail, yeah. is going to grow up. Yeah. All sort of horrible things are going to go into yeah. her. You know, yeah. She's going to think candy's a real name. How much do you want to do this podcast? <laughs> do you have a one-piece? swimsuit with tan lines. We are not going to finish up with Rachel's story time this week, obviously. But we will finish off with a little five-star shout-out. If you're a fan of the potty uh, and you'd like to give us a little massage... uh, Am I meant to be signing in to find them? No, I've got them already. Oh, good. I've done this already. great. Uh, Then head to iTunes and give us a little review. We would love to hear from you. Uh, And, of course, we do the old five-star shout-out to the delightful people that have given us the five stars and really and a little message. And, and can we just be really straight about this here? While, you know, it feels like sometimes at the end of the podcast, we just rattle that off. We really, really. Oh, yuck! That voice. What? What voice? <laughs> this is the voice of... Where is this going? Five minutes and 40 seconds. <laughs> a very average lovemaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're ready for this week's five-star shout-outs. Big shout-out, first of all, to UK podcasters uh, who I believe run a conference over in the UK mm-hmm. uh, who've given us a little shout-out during the week to say hi to both of us, apparently fans of the show, so good day to you well, guys. hello, my love. We love to have a bit of an international flavour. And look, we are more than happy at your expense to come over <laughs> to the UK to show you how please. this is done please, at please. your expense. <laughs> So a couple of shout-outs. First of all, hmm, how to say this name? Alarut? (laughs) Alarut? A-L-E-R-U-T-T-E. Or or like Ratatouille style. Alarutti. Either that or I'm looking at it wrong and it's sort of ale root or something. I don't know. I'm sorry if I've absolutely butchered your name there, but I reckon we go with a little bit of a continental flavour and say this one's from Alarute. He or she says, fresh and quick moving. Love these guys. So nice to have half an hour of non-PC censored (laughs) humour. If nothing else, we are fresh and quick. (laughs) We are. And uh, I'm going to have to beat this one because this one is from D. Deraz, who's titled his funny (laughs) 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 Obviously with the requisite dollar and uh, ampersand signs because you can't do that in iTunes without getting booted out. Uh, He or she has said, good comic relief from the real world. You'll have a flapjack in good time listening to these two twits. (laughs) 
Well, we love you too. <laughs> Thanks for the five-star shout-outs, guys, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs> that voice. Bye-bye, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs>